Hello friends, I'm Chris Searles. That was a little bit of She Blinded Me With Science in a lo-fi remixed fashion. I hope you enjoyed that. This is The Value of Biosphere Earth, part two, a self-generating stack. The idea of the stack analogy is, is really to talk about the life support systems construction in an analogy that maybe we can relate to more directly, which is how our computer technology is built. So in, in this episode, I'm just going to work off of the scientific paper to talk about the science around this analogy. Again, the biosphere is the composition of life and living ecosystems that make the life support system that created and supports humanity. And I don't think you have to be a person of uh, anti-religion or pro-religion to recognize that there's a life support system that's larger than we are made of organisms. And that those organisms have billions of years of genetic development and physical development that precedes human beings. That's what's covered briefly in the previous podcast, part one. And so in this science brief, I start off with asking the question, how do your clothes relate to this idea of the biosphere, the other living organisms on our planet? And I really want to emphasize that the current definition of biosphere, as uh, stated in the Oxford English Dictionary, that the biosphere is the regions of a planet occupied by organisms, is a misleading definition. First of all, there is only one biosphere in the known universe. So to say it's the regions of a planet is pretty broad. A couple of episodes from now, you'll learn that NASA has already surveyed more than 4,500 planets in the known universe and hasn't found even one microbe. That's not to say there's not some other forms of life out there, but it appears exceptionally unlikely that there's another planetary life support system for humans. So for the time being, when you're using or thinking about the term biosphere, you're talking about one planet, and that, of course, is this planet. More importantly, I think, is the idea that we don't really understand scientifically how we came into being at, at numerous levels. Physical origination of a human being is pretty hard to pinpoint. The fact that our bodies are capable of building themselves is some sort of genetic miracle from the human perspective that we don't understand. But also preceding all that is this idea that there's a rich foundation for our existence and that our way of life today is based on simple and complex life. So simple life would be microbes, complex life would be plants and animals, effectively. And the clothes that we're all wearing right now, whether they're made of cotton or leather or wool or bamboo or silk or even synthetic fibers, even plastics and so forth, because plastics and synthetic fibers are based in fossil fuels and fossil fuels are based in the oily remains of previous life from tens of millions of years ago. All of these things are biological. These are organic creations, leather, wool, etc. So our clothes are literally based on the previous lives of other organisms. And when you really start to consider this idea of the biosphere and the life support system and human beings living inside of it and being clothed by it and being fed by it and so on and so forth, in my estimation, you quickly come to the understanding that everything we have, 
our physical bodies, our physical possessions, the consciousness that we are endowed with, things that we are able to create. These are all things that are a result of living inside of this particular biosphere. So the analogy of this software stack, you know, your phone is able to do a lot of amazing things, getting faster every day, supposedly. And uh, likewise with computers and all this digitization now that we are identifying with, that's all built on this idea of a software stack. A software stack is an architecture of structural elements and intelligent elements. Things like operating systems and databases and code protocols and also the hardware that houses the system and all of these things interact to run a program or an application. So of course, software and hardware is created by humans and software and our computer technology depends on the human ability right now to create it and to power it, to electrify it. That's well known and well understood, I think. By contrast, this life support system, you could analogize it to being a self-generating stack. Instead of a stack created by humans that depends on electricity, Biosphere Earth is a stack that builds itself and has built itself organism by organism, resulting in an ever more complex and intelligent and varied and integrated system than our brains can conceive. And of course, Biosphere Earth's stack is solar powered, not dependent upon human beings to power it. So while we don't yet understand why even one organism comes into being, what animates it, what gives it its identity, what gives it its ability to compose itself, literally, physically, or its ability to adapt to changing circumstances or interact with other organisms, much less what one single organism's total contribution to the planetary life support system is. We don't understand that scientifically. We do understand that we are inside of a life support system. And I think our philosophy and our religion and our anti-religions can embrace that idea that we live inside of this incredible system of life and infrastructure of life, somewhat like a software stack. So you'll see in the podcast notes here, a life stack diagram that I've created. And what it shows you is that science has figured out that life is based on an interaction between structural living elements and non-living elements. So again, in the first episode, we talked about how current science has shown that microbes have existed on Earth for over four billion years. Those microbes depended at first on their relationships with rocks and minerals and the chemicals on this particular planet and the quality of the climate. And that's still true today. And, and of course, we interact with those things as well, biologically. But microbes we know are in everything and on everything, in all of the moisture it, it would appear on our planet, in the air, all the way to the top of the atmosphere, microbes have been found. Our soils are made primarily of microbial organisms and the debris that they are crunching and eating and sharing and processing into plant life through fungal highways and microbial exchanges. And then there's the larger organisms that range from micro insects and micro plants to large animals like humans and blue whales and trees. Microbes are everywhere, and larger life is dependent upon this interaction. The next level of structural living elements above the microbial level is the stuff we can see, the protista, 
the soil infrastructures that we stand on, that we eat from, the fungal infrastructures that are inside the soils that are becoming famous as decomposers and um, neural-like highways that move nutrients and moisture underneath the surface of the soil to feed plants and therefore feed animals. And we are, of course, animals. And the interaction of these microbial and macrobial, you could say, and non-living elements, the structural elements here, create the ecosystem services we'll talk about in the next episode, create things like our food and the atmospheric composition of our planet and filter our freshwater and temperatize our climate. They generate these products and services that then make it possible for people, human beings like us, to exist and to continue. And without this massive stack infrastructure that is planetary on our planet, there won't be an infrastructure to support human life. And I feel like this fundamental understanding of reality is really lacking right now as the basis for our existence and the basis for our solutions to climate change, to massive and rapid human growth, to how we think about our economics in the future. And that is why I created this chapter two in the Value of the Biosphere Earth series, a self-generating stack. I'm Chris Searles, founder and director of Biointegrity. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll check out the next episode.